Welcome to the Hip Show Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst, gifted intuitive energy healer. During this show, Christy will be sharing wisdom, healing, and empowerment to help release that which no longer serves you and to show you another way to live. Is physical pain controlling your life? Do you feel like happiness is just beyond your grasp? Want to move past old hurts or traumas? Leave negativity and pain behind. Christy's divine healing gift, her perspective reboot process, and her uplifting and unique viewpoints will help set you on that path toward the life you've always dreamed of. Now, here is your host, Christy Borst. Hi, and welcome to this segment of Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst. Thanks for joining me today. I'm going to be talking about information overload and that quest to find the gold nuggets in murky waters. I've kind of split this up into four segments today. The first is a little bit of a discussion on that information overload, then talking about discernment and distillation. Then I'm going to offer some exercises to you to help in that determination of what is truth to you, and then an illustration of how challenge sometimes shows up, but it's actually a doorway to opportunities. So the first question I would ask is, how did you find me? How did you get to this space of finding this podcast? What are you seeking? There's a separate segment on trusting your path. This builds on that and also explores how we can learn to follow our intuition, which I'll be talking about a little bit more. But I know personally, as I was opening to the work I'm now doing and started doing in 2012 and 2013, I went through an immense period or a long period of seeking information, reading, watching YouTubes, listening to other people's perspectives. And this was really helpful because I believe it helped me to unlearn some of the boundaries that I had consciously and unconsciously agreed to throughout my life and to assess those, to release the ones that I no longer agreed to, to deprogram myself and to start to build my own basis of beliefs, truths. And in that process, I started to see a lot of the misinformation that I had knowingly and unknowingly exposed myself to throughout the years. So what might be some of the misinformation that we've received? Well, I can only speak from my own experience and the session work I've done with others. And for most of us, we've been told since we were children that uh, we're only mere mortals, 
Um, you only have one life to live. Uh, don't be too full of yourself. These types of comments can actually lead us or misdirect us because you're not a mere mortal. You're an eternal spirit having the experience in a single-use mortal body. Uh, you have many lives to live. This may be your first. This may be the thousands. This may be your last. We don't know that. But embracing that and understanding that you not only need to be full of yourself, you're here to be full of yourself. You're here to express a vibration, an essence, a truth that only you can add to this physical dimension. Another misinformation area concerns our health. In years gone by, there was more connection between mind, body, spirit, wellness. With the rampant disease and plagues of the prior centuries and the emergence of pharmaceuticals, the balance shifted to relying on pharmaceuticals. But I have learned through doing this energy healing work that the non-physical typically precedes the physical. So if we just suppress the symptoms of an illness, we may be missing the messages that our body is feeding back to us based upon the obsolete beliefs, self-abuse, traumas, etc. that we may have stuffed into our physical being. One of the openings for me in my information search was watching a movie called What the Bleep Do We Know? and seeing a little animated segment within that movie presented by Dr. Quantum. And that spoke about this double slit experiment in which these quantum physicists basically showed that in every moment there's an unlimited range of outcomes available to us. But in essence, we as the observer collapse that unlimited potential into a singular outcome. So it becomes essential for us to understand where we're prematurely collapsing that wave, how we're collapsing it through beliefs and if you look at that word and you put a lowercase b e capital l i e small f s you can see that many times there are actually lies within beliefs that we hold so it is good to explore and to look at our beliefs and to listen to the opinions of others. But we have to understand some of our choices are actually self-sabotaging who we're here to be. And the more we become aware of ourselves, our thoughts, what's impacting us or influencing us, 
the more we have control over the decisions that we're making. We're in a time when we can move forward from ancestral burdens and karmic liabilities and we need to be aware that if we have had some sort of a traumatic childhood or negative programming from other members of our family, we have to be conscious of whether or not we're continuing that abuse as our own Debbie Downer or negative self-talker. When I return, I'm going to talk a little bit about discernment, distillation, resonance, and intuition. I've talked a little bit about that information overload and we have to become aware of the messages that bombard us on a daily basis, whether that's through the news, through social media, through family or friends. And at some point, we have to stop reaching outside of ourselves or hopefully throughout the process, we reach inside ourselves and find our own inner guidance. In episode eight, I was joined by Jeffrey Chappell, and we discussed intuition and that inner or higher guidance. This part of the program, I just want to talk about discernment, resonance, and intuition. So let's imagine you've been listening to podcasts, you've been watching YouTubes, you've read books, and you've gathered all this information. How do you discern it? How do you distill it? This process is about really deciding what you keep and what you release. That's what we would call resonance. A resonance is an alignment or a vibe that you feel when something meets your own path or needs or activations. My business is actually called Healing Resonance with Christy Borst because early on in doing this healing and empowerment work, I realized that there were things about me, tools built right into my beingness that helped set a resonance in which people could release lower vibe energies, traumas, etc. If you'd like to learn more, you can visit my website at perspectivereboot.com. There I offer appointments for 30-minute readings, one-hour healing and empowerment perspective reboot sessions, I also have a catalog of on-demand chakra healing and clearing sessions with targeted titles as well for breast wellness, shoulder pain, and inner peace. I also have lots of free things there. Beyond this podcast, I have blogs and I have images with messages of upliftment, healing, and empowerment on Facebook, Instagram, etc. So let's talk a bit about judgment because that's part of the 
discernment process and part of finding what's in resonance with you and your path. I don't know if you've ever heard the phrase, what other people think of you is none of your business. For me, this is kind of counter to the way I felt much of my life. In fact, while I didn't change myself so much based on what I was perceiving others' opinions of me, it did matter to me what other people thought of me. And at some point, I realized that when we judge another person, it's typically because there's something about that person that we wish we could emulate, but we don't quite feel empowered to do that. Or there's something about them that subconsciously reminds us of, our, reminds us of ourselves, and we're not quite ready to see that thing within ourselves. So rather than focusing on ourselves and changing ourselves, we see the other person. So as I kind of saw this aspect of judgment from the perspective of us judging others, I realized that when others were judging me or you, it's their stuff that they're seeing. It's their lessons. So really, we have to pay more attention to how we're judging another rather than how another is judging us. And this is a little bit of an inkling of that topic I'm going to discuss at the end, where how sometimes challenges are really opportunities. So for me, in looking for that root wound of why do I care so much what other people think of me, I went back to this childhood incident in which I was told that I couldn't be the person I'm now being. I couldn't use my healing abilities. I, my intuition wasn't real, etc. And that message came from my dad, my first love. And rather than seeing that as part of my path or him protecting me or controlling me or whatever story you want to attach to that, I experienced that as even my dad can't accept me for who I am. So who do I be now? And this led to watching what other people expected of me and learning to be a pleaser. So here I am now, 50 plus years later, doing this energy healing work, spiritual guidance, um, channeling ancient truths, etc., which is so outside the accepted realm of normal. So if I continued that pattern of worrying what other people think of me, I'd be self-sabotaging who I'm here to be because Perhaps ultimately I am here to really not care about what other people think of me. In fact, to fly my freak flag and be myself despite what anybody else thinks of me. I'd like you to think about that for a moment and think about how that analogy applies to you. What 
are you holding as a I can't be this that may actually be your greatest or one of your greatest gifts here we can have that feeling of being alone when the humans around us are not being supportive but I can assure you from being able to connect in with source energy and the messages I receive as well as connecting with someone halfway across the earth for example in Australia that we are not alone we're all one and what takes that word alone almost literally to all one is an extra L and I see that L as love when I come back I'm going to be sharing some exercises to help you become more aware of that inner gold miner of your abilities to find resonance to discern truth to distill all the information that you've been gathering you're listening to perspective reboot with Christy Borst You have an internal guidance system. You had it when you were born. Perhaps you've been told some of your fifth dimensional discernment abilities were not real as a child and you've buried those. Perhaps you never really were aware of them, but you can learn to become more aware of them. You can exercise them almost as if they were a muscle. I want to help you become more aware of your own inner guidance and to find that inner gold miner so you can have more discernment of the information that you're accessing. Now, one of the primary things I want you to use as a yardstick when you are listening to information or discerning if something is in alignment with the highest and best outcome is to just ask the simple question is this message aligned with fear or is this message aligned with love the higher vibration messages and information is going to be aligned with love with connectedness with what's best for most people or more people or all people and when you start to make decisions that are in alignment with the highest good your good is always included by default in that outcome so how do we find our knowing how do we connect with that discernment or that inner guidance for me I have had that knowing since I was a child I can remember being upset as a child because I was being 
ridiculed or shamed or punished or whatever and there would be either a voice or a knowing inside of me that would say that's not the truth of who you are and I'm going to share some more examples of that in the next segment but I want you to just try to think for a moment and realize that there's been times that you've had an inner knowing to Uh, change the course of your actions whether it's to slow down in your car or to take a turn or to go a different way and these are actually examples of how you were guided to change your pattern and it could have potentially kept you from harm. There are tools that you can use Uh, which are external to you, for example, tarot cards, uh, horoscope, astrology, numerology, going to readers. Uh, This was actually particularly helpful for me as I was learning to trust my own intuition and discernment. I had readings with people that in some ways added to the information I had and also confirmed information I had. When I started doing healing sessions with people, I would actually pull a three-card tarot reading on them using a goddess deck that I have. And that would give me insights in advance of the session, which would actually be quite accurate. So I learned to actually get that information without the cards. I want to offer a couple ways that you can find your own personal knowing, your own connectedness. And I want you to understand how engaging in any type of healing process in which you do inner child healing, you heal the trauma of your past, you're going to have the benefit of almost reintegrating what that child self brought to the table and knew and he or she may be holding part of the information you need to continue on your path. How can we find the physical signals within ourselves that allow us to discern our truths, to connect with what is in resonance with us and our path. There are several methods to connect us with the higher self or the subconscious mind, and I'd like to share a couple of those now. The primary one, which you know some people feel is just hype, but it definitely helps, is meditation. And I want you to see if you're in resistance to meditation. And is that resistance because you think meditation can only be sitting still in a room or on a quiet mountaintop? What if you can learn to meditate anywhere? For me, as I was learning to connect in with my higher guidance, connect in with my eternal knowingness, I would use my phone. I had a little app on there. I think it was called Panda Pop. And I would basically use these little pandas and they'd be popping balloons. 
And before I would start the game or in the game, I would ask a question to myself. And as I played the game, my monkey mind, if you will, was occupied with that game, but I would get insights that came to me as a knowing. And so sometimes meditation can start in a space like this where there's actually something that's occupying the mind, but you open your heart and higher truths come in. There is pendulum work. You can even use a necklace you already have for this. And you can, first of all, identify what your yes movement of the pendulum is and what your no movement of the pendulum is by asking a yes-no question. And as you use a pendulum, then you can start to become aware of your physical body when you're using the pendulum and what feelings you're getting as you're using the pendulum. And as you start to become aware of the feelings you're getting in your body, then you'll eventually be able to leave the pendulum. It's just a temporary tool. The other thing that many people use is muscle testing. There are a number of ways of doing this. One way is to take the thumb and the ring finger on your non-dominant hand and form a circle and then hold a light tension there and then take your thumb and index finger of the other hand, of your dominant hand, and ask a question. And pull outward on that circle with your dominant hand. If the circle stays closed and holds the fingers inside, that's a yes. If the circle opens, that's a no. This can also be done with finger rubbing. For example, if you touch the index finger and the thumb of one hand together, and you rub the fingers together as you ask a question. It's said that the pads will slide smoothly with little resistance if the answer is a yes, or the fingers will kind of stick together if there's resistance and it's a no. You can search online for other ways to do muscle testing, but that can be a great way, again, to open to your own awareness. And of course, a great exercise to start to become aware of your mind-body interaction is to use practices like running, dancing, tai chi, yoga, walking along an ocean's edge. These can also be mind-body forms of meditation. I'm going to take a brief break for a sip of water, and when I return, I'm going to talk about opportunities masquerading as challenge and negativity, and these are the real gold nuggets hidden in plain view. Welcome back to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst. Thanks for joining me for this episode 14, Finding the Gold Nuggets in Murky Waters. I've talked a little bit previously about how sometimes 
opportunities are found within challenges. And as part of that information overload, we do need to look at the truths and beliefs that we hold to make sure that we are not self-sabotaging or actually voluntarily living a smaller version of ourselves. So ultimately, I can give you truths and ancient wisdom, but I find the best way to do that is to share my own experiences and to speak from what I know and what I what I have experienced. I mentioned earlier that when I was younger there was a voice that would tell me when I was getting put down that's not the truth of who you are and I'm so grateful for that voice and part of the work that I do now is empowering people to really change the past through inner childhood healing and quantum physicists have told us that time is not linear so I believe we can go back and change the past in this moment. Giving your uh, wounded child self positive talk could potentially mean that in that now moment that child has what they need. And also, conversely to that, is when you do negative talk to yourself, it is the wounded child self who hears that voice that uh, put down. For me, there was uh, childhood trauma, rejection, abandonment, abuse, shutting down my true self, and these all have provided a sort of virtual library card catalog, if you will, of empathy that allows me to understand exactly how a client is feeling, whether they're experiencing self-doubt or loss or release of a past trauma realize that sometimes the things that you've lived through are not necessarily for you to suffer through but to get to that point of realizing your power through the experience and there's something that you're going to use that experience for to help others. Another example or two other powerful examples of inner guidance or that knowingness which I have learned when that knowingness or that voice comes to me as a you statement or in the third person that I really pay attention to it. So when I met my husband I was a freshman on campus. I had not really dated that much in high school and I kind of decided I was going to just date when I got to college and not not get any into any serious relationships and the third day I was there I met my husband and in my head I heard he's the one and I paid attention to it another significant time like this was in 2012 when I was on in Sedona I actually have an account 
of this on my About Christie page on PerspectiveReboot.com where a man staggered into the beer aisle and in my head I heard talk to him and this encounter ended up being one of the first emotional healing sessions on the spot that I had and it was a spiritual experience for me and it was a spiritual experience for for him and what struck me as so amazing was that I was in Sedona which is really known as being the spiritual center and yet I was the one there to help this person and I was coming from Maine and at the time I didn't think I was a healer so listen to that inner guidance listen to those truths find the ways that you have limited yourself what have you believed that you've been told that's keeping you from being your truest expression of self one of the tools I have in healing is my voice. It calms people, there's healing energy in it, there's activation codes. For most of my life I have not liked my voice, I've been self-conscious of my voice, and here is an example of how something that I was resisting is actually one of my strengths. I had an experience of others or myself allowing others to hold me back when I was attending a church locally here on a regular basis about 20 years ago I had an interest in singing in the choir and I unofficially approached one of the members and was essentially told no thank you to joining the choir and I ended up going to a different spiritual center after that and the total opposite treatment was received. My voice was welcomed into the choir and as I developed my singing abilities I was actually one of the key soloists. So we have to become aware of what's holding us back and if there's resistance within us or external to us we have to take the time to ask why where is this coming from? Because sometimes, again, these things that seem like walls are actually doorways. There's a wonderful phrase by the philosopher Rumi, R-U-M-I, which says the wound is where the light enters you. So we should not avoid the dark shadowy spaces. We may have been doing that all of our lives, but if you're going to be looking for information, look for those shadowy places in yourself. Lighten them, enlighten them, because they may be the key to your ascension and your moving forward. Revisit the quote-unquote bad things that have happened to you in your life and look at them from the perspective of the eternal self, the soul self, the higher self, and see what messages and insights you may get about what gifts and abilities and skills and tool sets you have from other lifetimes. There's a bigger picture 
outside of the self-limiting beliefs and stories of this one reality. Many times we seek to be done, but often our wounds come back and we may say, oh, I thought I already dealt with that. But just as there are layers to shed that proverbial onion, there are layers of awareness to gain. So embrace it all, find your inner guidance system and navigate toward love. I'd like to close today by reading a piece I wrote entitled The Presence. You have a presence. It's a power and connectedness, your true self. It's hard to find that presence in past tense wrongs, future fears, and darkness. Yet the presence is so close, not in the heavens but within. You help it exist. In focusing on what feels not enough, you're looking through distorted glass of your own creation. You remain stuck because you've defined yourself within an illusion. Your seeing the illusion is all it takes for it to crumble. You are that powerful. Now that you have eyes to see, you can change. As each sees their miscreation, steps forward in their presence, all vibration, matter, and life are lifted. You can, do, will change our world. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining me on this Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst series. I hope you'll reach out to me if you'd like one-to-one support at PerspectiveReboot.com. been listening to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst. Wisdom, healing, and empowerment. Christy's divine healing gift can help you release physical and emotional pain, which no longer serves you. Consider an intuitive energy healing session with Christy. See you next week for Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst.